Hello everyone, I'm Sadaji. As the days have started to get longer, I find they are also becoming more productive. In the month of April, we'll be studying President Ikeda's lecture entitled Achieving Vibrant Healthy Lives Brimming with Good Fortune. Faith for health and long life is one of the five eternal guidelines of the Sokugakkai. In its writings, Nichiren Daishonin divides illness into two general categories. One, illness of the body, and two, illness of the mind. Illness of the body refers not only to physical illnesses, but also to what we identify today as mental disorders. While illness of the mind refers to illnesses, caused by the three poisons of greed, anger, and foolishness, and can be described as illness of life. This installment focuses especially on overcoming illness of life and on the Buddhist faith and practice in leading lives of genuine health. The first Gosha passage teaches that the Nammyoho Rengekyo is the best medicine for illness. This passage from the Daishonins replied to a letter from his disciple, who had written expressing anxiety about his health. In this podcast, we omit the latter half of the passage, but in your study meeting, please read it to the end. The sutra known as the Lotus Sutra is good medicine for the various ills of body and mind. Thus it states, this sutra provides good medicine for the ills of the people of Jambudvipa, the entire world. If a person who has an illness is able to hear the sutra, then his illness will be wiped out and he will know neither old age nor death. Again it states, Once these living beings have heard the law, they will enjoy peace and security in their present existence and good circumstances in their future existences. And again, all others who bear you enmity or malice will likewise be wiped out. Sensei begins by describing the importance of chanting sincerely for and encouraging those who are suffering, including those who are ill, just as Nichiren Daishonin does. He says, As practitioners of Nichiren Buddhism, we engage in courageous and inspiring dialogue that seeks to relieve suffering and impart joy, awakening suffering people to the inherent Buddha nature. We strive earnestly to help them revitalize their lives, changing poison into medicine, and take the first step in their human revolution. In the Gosha passage, the Daishonin states that the Lotus Sutra is good medicine for the various ills of body and mind, and cites a passage from the Lotus Sutra. Quote, if a person who has an illness is able to hear this sutra, then his illness will be wiped out and he will know neither old age nor death. Unquote. Of course, none of us can escape from the cycle of aging, illness, and death, which we all go through. But illness can cause us to feel defeated and despair. From the point of view of Buddhism, the aspect of illness that robs us of our strength and life force is the devil of illness. A Buddhist practice enables us to wipe out the devil of illness. Similarly, the phrase, we'll know neither old age nor death, means the unwavering life state of Buddhahood that is not destroyed by the sufferings of aging and death. 
the unshakable and undeterred state of life we attain extends not only to this life but also to the next. Sensei says, As we advance in years, we will grow ever more vibrant in spirit, and the flame of our faith will burn stronger, enabling us to bring our lives to a magnificent close. The lives of those who dedicate themselves to Kosindufu will move along a path overflowing with good fortune and benefit, not only in the present but throughout eternity. Sensei then draws attention to the phrase, if a person who has an illness is able to hear this sutra. Hearing the Lotus Sutra, it's not just to hear it, but to chant Daimoku and encourage others to do the same. He says, The key lies in chanting Nammyoho Renge-kyo with single-minded faith in the Gohonzon and teaching others to do the same. When we listen to and enable others to hear this powerful sound of Nammyoho Renge-kyo, which the sutra describes as this good medicine, the incredible beneficial power of the mystic law floats forth in our own and everyone's life. As for chanting Daimoku, he encourages us to chant like a noble steed galloping through the sky. He often uses this expression. In this article, he says, Prayer creates momentum. Our chanting should be vigorous. Together, let us chant refreshing and vibrant Daimoku, our voices resounding in a rhythm like a noble steed galloping through the heavens, and forge ahead in efforts for Kotsundufu, brimming with life force and energy. I think it's good to keep in mind that the sensei never defines the ideal speed of the chanting. It depends on how old you are, how many people you are chanting with, and so on. Now let's move on to the second Gosha passage, which teaches that the benefits we receive point to a state of indestructible happiness. The text contains some Japanese words and is difficult to follow in a podcast. You may want to look at the new century or download a podcast script. Point 1. Regarding the benefits of the teacher of the law. The record of the orally transmitted teachings says... The words teacher of the law mean the teacher of the law who carries out the five practices. The word benefits, kodoku, means the reward that is represented by purification of the six sense organs. In general, we may say that now Nichiren and his followers who chant Namyo Horonge Kyo are carrying out the purification of the six sense organs. Hence, they are acting as teachers of the law of Myoho Renge Kyo and possess great virtue, Toku. The element Ku in the word Kodoku means good fortune or happiness. It also refers to the merit achieved by wiping out evil, while the element Toku or Doku refers to the virtue one acquires by bringing about good. Thus, the word kodoku means to attain Buddhahood in one's present form. It also means the purification of the six sense organs. You should understand that to practice the Lotus Sutra, as the Sutra itself directs, is to carry out purification of the six sense organs. The passage teaches that the teacher of the law, or those of us who chant Nam Myoho Renge Kyo and spread the teaching, 
received the benefits of attaining Buddhahood in a present form and were purifying the six sense organs. The six sense organs correspond to a five sense organs and a mind. Their purification makes it possible to apprehend all things correctly, free from the influence of deluded impulses. As a result, it allows us to perceive, judge, and act correctly. It allows us to reach out with compassion to those who are suffering, in accord with the principles of Buddhism, and to strive together with them for the happiness of all. In terms of the theme of this installment, the Gosha passage teaches that as we polish our lives, we can see sickness and death as innate aspects of life itself, transforming them into opportunities for creating value. After explaining the Gosha passage, Sensei stresses that those who dedicate themselves to Kotsandufu, those who live the Bodhisattva way of helping others become happy, will accumulate imperishable treasures of the heart, he says. Viewed from the perspective of faith and life dedicated to the Bodhisattva way, the greater the hardships one has experienced, the greater one's mission. It is a way of life that cherishes the treasures of the heart as the most valuable of all. Instead of focusing on the treasures of the storehouse or the treasures of the body, let us strive to fulfill our mission with pride and optimism, accumulating imperishable treasures of the heart. If we advance with a lofty aspiration for a vow for Kosenlufu, we can amass good fortune and benefit beyond measure. If you're a facilitator, you can ask members in your district who have remained strong while battling illness or any other hardships to share how they remain strong faith. They are great examples of living lives of genuine health, which is the key to the installment. If you're not the person in charge of the meeting, you can contribute to its great success by bringing in a question, sharing an experience related to a key point, encouraging people to read the material in advance, or making a virtual home visit for those who miss the meeting. The success of a meeting does not depend on a facilitator alone. In his concluding remarks, Sensei quotes a passage from Unestablishing the Correct Teaching and extends the concept of health beyond the health of individuals to the perspective of creating healthy, supportive societies and calls for their construction. Let us engage in dialogue with the conviction that our individual Buddhist dialogue is directly connected to establishing the correct teaching for the peace of the land. I hope you all have a great discussion-based study meeting where everyone takes away at least one key point that they can put into practice. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to send them to us at study at sgicanada.org. Bye for now.